Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. If you'd like to listen without adverts, read episode transcripts, or listen to extra bonus episodes, please check the description for more details. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number 1 in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit botoxcosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit botoxcosmetic.com. That's botoxcosmetic.com. Hello. Do you know that my voice used to be rather low a long time ago? It used to sound a little bit like this, and I remember not liking the way my voice sounded, so I intentionally tried to speak with a higher voice because I thought my voice sounded very like um flat and boring and lifeless um so the way I try to speak now it's a little bit higher like this <laughs> and this has become my sort of natural uh, way of speaking now um and the reason I'm saying this was because I was just listening to a podcast and one of the podcasters has a very low voice and I thought, oh, I remember my voice used to be really low and uh, I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten that I didn't really like it <laughs> and that I tried to change it at some point, tried to make my voice higher and uh, maybe a little bit more clear. I always find that like uh, a low voice can be hard to understand. It can sometimes sound like you're mumbling or not, not talking clearly. Anyway, enough about um, voices and things like that. What I was going to talk about today is finding it difficult to think about things to talk about. <laughs> That's a difficult way of saying it. Um, I've been finding it hard to think about topics to talk to you about recently. Now, in the past, I used to say, maybe at the end of a podcast episode, um, if you have any requests, get in touch with me, and I'll try to do an episode about that for you. And um, I've realized that that doesn't really work. Or maybe it would if I was more specific about what kind of requests I think are good requests. So I remember I had this very nice email from this Frenchman who wanted me to talk about France. Um, which is a great idea, apart from the fact that I don't know anything about France. So I suppose I could do some research 
um, on Wikipedia and learn things about France and then try to tell that to you. But that's not my opinion. That's that's just like putting together an essay and then reading it to you. So actually making an episode about France is really difficult. Um, I think if I if I had been there, I would love to make that episode. I've only been to like an airport in France as I was like passing through, but I've never actually stopped there, um, which is a shame because it is definitely one of the countries that I'd like to visit. Um, there, well, there are lots of countries in Europe I'd like to visit that I haven't ha- uh, been able to visit yet. I mean, I've only really been to um, Italy and Portugal when it comes to oh, and Amsterdam when it comes to countries in Europe. But you know, I'd like to go. I'd like to see Spain and Germany and um, Switzerland and maybe like somewhere like Eastern Europe, maybe like Romania or Bulgaria or somewhere like that. I'm not sure. Uh, Lots of different places I'd like to see that I haven't been able to visit yet. But anyway, yes, um, so sometimes I get questions like that or sometimes I get these really good questions about very difficult topics like um, stuff to do with the economy or financial issues or things like that. And it's, I think, yeah, this is really interesting. And this is a great um, topic for like a really advanced podcast. But I am trying to keep this podcast at a sort of intermediate level for you. Well, I'm a bit worried that sometimes it does get a bit advanced, this podcast. I'm not sure. Um, So like talking about that kind of topic Mm, that's that's in that's advanced material so I tend not to do that if possible um, although I have on a few occasions um, and uh, some of the other requests I get are can you talk about this and I have to say sorry I've I've already talked about that in like episode 139 um, so I don't know maybe I should talk talk about it again Maybe it's okay. I mean, there's there's clearly a lot of new listeners to this podcast um, that are coming on board, uh, that are joining us, and they haven't listened to all the episodes, and maybe they're not going to go back and listen to the old uh, episodes in the past. So maybe I should talk about these things again. Who knows? Um, speaking of new, um, new mem, not members, new listeners. Uh, joining the podcast, there has been quite a big increase in people listening to this podcast lately, and I'm not exactly sure why. Maybe it's because I finally managed to get this podcast working with Apple iTunes. iTunes? iTunes. I think it's that, isn't it? The iTunes... Is that That's where you list your podcast, isn't it? On uh, Apple. Apple Podcasts, apparently. I was wrong. It's not called iTunes anymore. Apple Podcasts. Um... Yeah, I managed to get the podcast listed on there, and there has been a massive, like, it's gone crazy, like, the jump in people. Um, The audience for this podcast, I will let you know, there are 2,000 regular listeners, which is just insane. And uh, there's been, like, 275,000 plays uh, of this podcast across every episode, which is, it's madness. Um... I didn't think I didn't think people would enjoy this so much but I do I do keep getting like really nice little messages on Instagram uh, from people saying hi just wanted to let you know that 
I've been listening to your podcast for a long time and I really enjoy it. Please keep doing what you do. Um, so, you know, thank thank you to everyone who sent one of those kind of messages because it does um, encourage me. It does give me motivation to keep doing this. And of course, if you'd like to support the podcast even further, there is the option of a Patreon page where you're able to donate money uh, to this podcast, which sadly at the moment nobody is, but um, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, we all like getting things for free, don't we? In interestingly, um, just looking at the statistics here, most of the people listening to this podcast, like by a large margin, by a huge amount, are from Japan. That's 34% of listeners come from Japan and the next like the next level down I suppose um, is the UK 5% so you've got like 34% and then 5% why is there such a massive amount of people listening in, in Japan I don't know um, I mean originally the podcast was called I don't know if you know this new listeners won't know this the podcast used to be called Ego Go podcast and um, <laughs> That's Japanese for English, and then with the word go at the end, which is why it's now called English Go. I decided to rebrand re it, to rename it, um, so that it appealed to everyone. I thought, I don't just have to make it for Japanese people. Everyone can enjoy this. So maybe there's some like really long-time listeners who've been listening since the beginning of this podcast or something. I don't know. 34%, surprising. Um, and then after the UK, we have Vietnam and then Thailand, and then Germany, and then Taiwan. So if you're listening from one of those countries, then hello to you. Um, right, what is next? Oh, I know what's next. Um, well, as, as you probably all know, because I've talked about this so many times, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm still going through the selling of all my things. And um, I was up in a loft the other day, um, at the very top of the house, uh, searching through some old stuff, and I found some school um, reports from a very, very long time ago. We're going back to, like, the second year of school, so this is, like, early 1990s for me. And um, I found some reports from, like, later on in the, like, in later years. So, basically... We've got primary school reports, secondary uh, school reports, and college reports. So in um, in England, in the UK, the school system is you've got like a nursery, which some people in I think in America they call kindergarten. So we have nursery, and then primary school, and then secondary school, college, and university, and it goes in that in that order. You can skip college and go straight to university um, if you stay longer at secondary school. We don't have a middle school like they do in America. And we don't have... We can have high schools, but like a secondary school and a high school are just the same thing. Um, why am I talking about school? Oh, yes. The school reports. Uh, <laughs> I was reading through some of them, and it's fascinating, partly because years ago people used to actually write these things the teachers would sit down with a pen and write them whereas uh, now it's all just typed out on a computer um, probably I don't know I haven't seen one for a, a long time but uh, it all look, it looked very like old-fashioned and um, very basic years ago so it was interesting seeing how they changed 
But what was also interesting is seeing what they were writing about me. And wow, to be honest, it wasn't that good. And I thought, do you know what? This is this is good content for a podcast here. I could uh, I could read some of the teachers' comments <laughs> about my um, poor performance in school. Um, you know, just as a just as a way of getting a, a sort of different flavor of English, and maybe I could explain some of the words that they use in these comments. At the same time, embarrassing myself um, for my poor performance at school. So yeah, I, I'll probably do that for one of the upcoming uh, podcasts, maybe the next podcast or something like that. But I think I shall end this one by saying, if you do have any requests, requests that I can answer. So let me give you an example of those. So I'm English. So if you want to ask me things about England, um, please feel free to do that. Maybe what do English people think of this or that? Or I don't know, nice places in England to live, uh, to visit. Um, I've traveled. I've traveled to most of the major cities in England, if not all of the major cities. I've really traveled around this country a lot. Um, and seen a lot of places, and I've driven a lot. Wow, so I've done some eight-hour drives across this country at times. And um, lots of people don't visit their own country, like as a tourist would. They don't go to all the tourist places, but I have. I've done all of that. I've um, I've seen what England looks like as a tourist, and it's it's amazing. I'll be honest. I wasn't expect I wasn't expecting to be so impressed about the opinion I would have, sort of like being a tourist uh, in England, because I didn't have such a good opinion of England before doing it. <laughs> so anyway, yes, um, questions about England are good. English culture, that's a good one. Um, I guess questions about me, maybe there's something you want to know. Someone asked me about what my job was like recently, and I was able to do a podcast about that. Um, those kind of things are fine. Um, Questions about language. I love talking about language learning. Language learning is fascinating to me. Sometimes I feel like I've spent as much time learning how to learn a language as I have spent learning a language, which is not good. Well, it's, you know, I've got lots to talk about when it comes to language learning, but um, it's definitely better if I spend that time actually learning a language. Speaking of which, um, some people did ask me questions about um, Japan or about Japanese. And I remember one person in particular asking if I could speak Japanese in my podcast. And mm, I'm, I'm a bit reluctant to do that. I don't really want to do that because I think for someone who's interested in Japanese, it's going to be interesting. For everyone else, that's going to be completely boring. So, as much as possible, I'd like to keep this podcast about England, Scotland, Wales, Ireland, you know, UK-related things. So, if you do have any questions along those lines, then please do get in touch. Um, maybe the best way these days is Instagram um, or Twitter, um, because they're usually quite short messages, aren't they? And uh, I'll be honest... I'm not. I'm not great at getting back to the um, the lengthy messages. Sometimes some people have put in a lot of effort writing like this this entire essay to me, and um, sometimes I've replied and it's taken me like half an hour to an hour, 
um, to, you know, to make my to make my reply. And it's it's okay once in a while, but like when when you get a few of them come in, and you've got some plans for your weekend, and you think, ah, oh, no, actually, I've got I've got like maybe like three hours worth of emailing <laughs> to do. You can sort of like put it off. You know, like, oh, well, I'll, I'll do it later in the evening. Maybe I'll have some free time in the evening and you put it off. And, um, yeah, there are some emails that I haven't replied to yet and I feel really bad about them because they they were really nice emails. I'm sure I'll get around to answering them someday. I hope um, the people who wrote them won't mind having uh, a reply that's maybe just a little late, um, shall we say. But, yes, um, short messages on Instagram or Twitter are uh, I'm usually quite quick to reply to those. Right, until next time. Bye-bye. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit botoxcosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.